Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. <laughs> so is that. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can tell I'm fighting a bit of a cold or something in my throat. Uh, but we move forward. We move forward. Uh, talk about Wall Street on a day-by-day basis. That's the goal here. We could talk about Elon Musk. We could talk about future companies. We could talk about insurance. We could talk about investing. We could talk about how much do you need in your retirement kitty before you're able to call it a day. The stock market is in the dog days of summer. I know you're saying, I think it just started. Um, and where do we go? Summers are always tough because there's not a lot of volume. Volume gives you conviction. Volume gives you confidence. Remember how the basis, you know, of an argument could be like calm White House. What's going to happen next? Um, So volume gives you like it takes some of the calmness out per se. So a little more of a trade war concern continues to crop up. We're talking about a 25% tariff on a list of Chinese goods coming out of the United States. Um, Canada said, we're going to start boycotting some American goods. And I think this is just like Canadians saying, your president's not really making us happy with how he's talking. And then you're going to see, you know, the Canadian politicians say the same exact thing. So ramifications are big. Ramifications are big. And, you know, the best way I could explain that was back in the 1980s, a lot of people around the world thought President Ronald Reagan was crazy, and his reputation kind of preceded him. It scared other countries because uh, he was an American cowboy. yippee ki yay So we are dealing right now with a lot of tension with China. We are dealing with a lot of people who like to buy the dip on Wall Street. A lot of people who go on vacation say, you know, Tell their assistants, hey, call me if anything comes up. But if it doesn't, I'm good. So there's some you know, other stories out there right now. Wall Disney, it's a world of, right? They've been downgraded to sell. Maybe in large part because Solo was a flop. But it could also go deeper than that. Maybe it can go deeper into the sense of what happens if they start a price war for 21st century. Fox with Comcast. Google made a $550 million investment in JD.com. Rent-A-Center agreed to be acquired by Vintage Capital. I like the Rent-A-Center's business models, where you get a big fat dividend for owning the stock. Big source of income for a lot of people in retirement. Plus, I I just think that a lot of America is moving more towards, you know, we got too much junk, and it continues to pile up. And as it does, we continue to Rent-A-Center. So the lone economic release of note today is the housing market um, index for June. It's tied towards home building stocks. 
how are the home builders feeling? If they're confident, that can lead a long way. Millennials are the worst tippers. Now, when you hear stories like that, doesn't it upset you? Because <laughs> it's a broad, let's grab the big old, big, biggest paintbrush we can have and just wipe it across that way. The millennial generation, those 18 to 37, are cheap when it comes to tipping restaurant servers. Right? When dining out, 10% of millennials say they typically leave no tip for their server. 10%. People have jobs, but they're not getting raises, and life is just expensive because when you're carrying student loan debt or other types of debt, maybe you shouldn't be going out to dinner. Maybe you should be cooking ramen noodles and get out of debt. So anyway, I, I'm not going to open this can of worms. I used to wait tables, and I can tell you that... Uh, this this was way back in college, and it, things have changed for sure. And you know, I go into a restaurant now, and I'll, I'll see things like, you know, in spite of the Affordable Care Act, we as a restaurant have decided to give our employees health care, and we're charging you seventy five cents instead of charging an extra seventy five cents on every meal. We're going to charge seventy five cents per per head. So things have changed for sure. But again, if you can't afford to tip, probably shouldn't go out to eat, in my opinion. Um, but same thing with millennial. I couldn't get another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. Bugger horse. That's my boy. So dining out isn't the only area where millennials are cheap. 18% of millennials, millennials opt not to leave any tip when they're giving pre-entered options, like in a taxi, ride-hailing service, food truck, or coffee shop. I went in to get a haircut not that long ago, and, uh, I was reading the tipping sign, and they're like, we no longer accept tips on credit. And I'm like, whoa, I wonder if that's like a thing. So as it turns out, I don't think it is. But it's also a way of not paying taxes on it and uh, and kind of push the effort towards cash tips. I guess it would be a little more obnoxious if there was a big you know, ATM machine right next to it, but... I'm not going to go negative. I'm going to have a positive week. So I know I've turned a corner. I know therapy is starting to work. And then again, maybe therapy hasn't started to work. Wow. I know. So I got a big seminar coming up, uh, 10 pillars of retirement income planning seminar, June 28th. So it's 10 days from now. Registration is 25 bucks. It's at the Palo Alto's Elks Lodge, 630 to 830. I'll probably get there around five. For those who want to show up a little bit early and discuss things, um, talk about the market, talk about the economy. But I'm going to talk about the market and the economy and stocks. CFP Chad versus to talk about how to reduce risk with diversification, bond alternatives, portfolio restructuring, um, asset allocations to get towards retirement. It's always a good event. Um, you can call 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. But if you want to sign up for the event, you can go to Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. It's Thursday, June 28th, 6.30 to 8.30. At the Palo Alto Elks Lodge, I'm probably down to my last two, maybe three seminars of the year. Man, the year just flies by, right? You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. So we always, always want to do these events to touch base with people and to really get a good sense on where people are. Um, Talk about how things change in the world of investing. So talk about why did JD.com get acquired by Google? Strategic partnership. Now, JD.com, you might think JD Power, you might be hearing you might be hearing something else in that company than you think. JD.com is essentially 
a way for Google to buy a little bit more into China. And you probably remember that China had some problems with Google and the whole search and we don't want our citizens, and I'm just paraphrasing, I'm just guessing here, okay? Give me a break. We don't want our citizens to have too much knowledge about what's going on in the world. So we want Google to censor them. So Google's announced a $550 million investment as part of a strategic partnership with JD.com. JD.com gets them into China again in a deeper way, a Chinese e-commerce giant. Um, and they're going to use the strategic partnership that's going to combine JD's supply chain and logistics experts with Google's technology strengths. So... Google's footprint wants to get bigger again. And at one point in time, they said, we'll shrink away from China because we don't want to be known as the company that sold out a scientist who gets run over by a tank. We don't want to be known as that company. But yet, Google's sliding right back into China. Now, again, it's a much bigger issue than that. But don't forget, you can sign up for that event at Rob Black Show. It's coming up not this Thursday, but the following Thursday, 10 days from now, in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's do kind of a lightning round, per se, of headline news and see what we got out there and see if we can't digest it to make any sense of what to to imply. The Dow fell more than 200 points out at the open as trade worries persist between China and Donald Trump and China and his administration in the United States. Um, I'm trying not to absorb a lot of news right now on uh, political news. I'm just trying to take a little bit of a break from it. But I saw something kind of interesting where you know some Canadian citizens are going to boycott things like Coca-Cola, the all-American Coca-Cola, in large part as a way of saying, you know, screw you, America. Uh, we don't like the way, or screw you, U.S., we don't like the way your country is approaching us in being partners of business. I get that. <laughs> Another big headline out there that I really like because it's kind of like the story behind the story. Disney's expected. Well, I'm gonna. The story behind the story is AT and T and Comcast are going to be some of the heaviest debt burden companies in the world because of, of pursuing so many acquisitions. Now, think about that from your perspective right now as an investor and as a human being. Let's say your partner you know, has a hot dog stand and they want money for another hot dog stand. So they go out and sell the car and get another one. And then they're like, you know, this is catching on. Let's get another hot dog stand and the cash in their 401k. And then he's like, this is really catching on. You know, we need a hot dog uh, stadium or we need naming rights on a hot dog stadium or we need an office complex that is worthy of our hot dog name. Trust me, it, it happens somewhere out there. I'm not sure where, but it happens. So, where do I go with this? You're probably asking. So, a lot of debt can ultimately come back to bite you because you have to pay it back. Whether the United States Treasury, whether it's you with your credit card, or whether it's Time Warner or Comcast. And when you see companies like Apple take on huge amounts of debt when interest rates are low, you're like, dude, you're making so much money. But at least you're doing it at a low interest rate. It's even like the United States. When we get into an area where we need to raise money to build bridges or fight wars, it's fantastic if the 10-year treasury is at 1%. It's horrific if the 10-year treasury is at 5%, 6 7 
Same thing with your home. If you got into a home, you know, six years ago and you got like a 3.25% mortgage, I got a 3.25% mortgage. I'm never giving that up. It's really low. If I were to get one today at four and a half, I'd be like, I'll give that up for a one at four. So those rates do mean a lot. AT and Comcast are very debt burdened. So either they're going to have trouble paying back or they're going to have trouble borrowing in the future. Well, maybe not because they got good cash flows. You pay your bill every month with AT&T or they cut you off. You pay your bill every month with Comcast or they cut you off. But I'll tell you what, I killed one Comcast, one Comcast, one Comcast box. Uh, I'm trying to cut down on services from them and add to services like uh, YouTube Live. So one area that I think is going to be interesting is Disney's expected to add some cash to its bid for 21st Century Fox. And to do that, they're, they're going to need to raise money. Now, Disney's got a huge hit. Did you see the Dumbo live entertainment? Um, Tim Burton preview that dropped last week. Pretty cool. Now, I never liked Dumbo. To me, Dumbo was a circus animal, which I don't like circuses. Dumbo was an imprisoned animal, which I don't like imprisoned slavery of of animals. And and he was hit. It was too dark of a cartoon for me. And uh, hopefully they do a, a much nicer job because I don't need those Dumbo nightmares roll around my head any longer. I've been to so much therapy, I'm borrowing money like a Disney and Comcast, right? Just so they can buy Fox. So now Disney buying Comcast is all about media, right? I saw something that we're going to spend more on video games this year than we do at movies. And that's worthy of note. That number's been growing. Now, video games are a new movie. Um, J.J. Abrams, the guy who did Lost, where you're like, wait, these guys crash landed on an island, half the plane's gone, and there's a hatch. Wait, 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 we don't even know about the hatch until the end of season one. And is the, is the island really there? Is the island not there? Did they really crash? Did they die? And J.J. Abrams brought something special to TV, and then he rebooted, he rebooted Star Trek, did a nice job with Christopher Fine, Chris Pine. Then he rebooted Star Trek, Star Wars, and he did a, a nice enough job where people were like, hey, at least it's better than the Lucas ones. The prequels. So that's out there. But he said recently his bad robot company is going to get into video games. So this is how I'm tying this all up. What if Disney were to about face and say, you know what? We don't need all of 21st Century Fox. We'll take some of those assets. But maybe we go out and buy a company like Electronic Arts or an Activision Blizzard or Sony. What if a Disney were to go for another media company like a Sony? Probably not going to happen. But what if they were to go for a media company where we're consuming dollars for content being generated? Like Parts Unknown and Fortnite. You know, Fortnite's going to pull in more money than any other movie in the United States this year by three times. It's going to pull in over $3 billion this year. So you start thinking about Avatar. I see you. You complete me. I see dead people. You start thinking about all the great entertainment that we've got that we've paid $8, 9 $10, $12 for. I gladly will pay for a free game. <laughs> it's free. Um, but I'm not going to be a whale. A whale is a person who gets a video game and then suddenly they're like, they're, they're consuming it and they're, they're paying for digital hats. They're paying for digital farms. They're paying for like, you get it. You know, Lady Gaga once released a song on Farmville. Do you see how media is kind of cross pollinating music's getting into video games, video games are getting into like, do you see why Disney would want a bigger video game industry to support? How about their movies? You know, hey, video games now are 60 bucks if you just buy the game, but, you know, it's 120 bucks if you get like a 10-month uh, subscription. 
there's a lot of cash flow there. And do you remember how we started the segment by saying Comcast and AT&T have a lot of debt because they've got a lot of cash flow? They've got some of the best cash flow in the business. So at the end of this year, I was looking at the, the slate of games coming out. Microsoft got Gears of War 5 and Halo Infinite. That'll move the stock. That won't move the stock. That'll be a story that I'll talk about. How many millions of dollars are going to be spent? How many hours of work are going to be dropped? Do you know that people take off from work to get Madden NFL 19? Do you know that they play for 36 straight hours, sometimes in a diaper, so they don't have to leave their, their computer? That's coming out later this year. Sony's got a Spider-Man game. Electronic Arts got FIFA 19. Take-Two's got NBA 2K19. Electronic Arts got Battlefield 5. Take-Two's got Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm looking forward to. It's an open-world Western game. And if it can copy any of the whole Westworld success, you, we all want to be cowboys. Nintendo's got two games coming out for the Switch. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So the end of this year, we are inundated, crowded, packed. Sony's got The Last of Us Part 2. Great game, The Last of Us. A uh, man's going to save a little girl from a zombie apocalypse. He has to take her to a hospital. Turns out the hospital just wanted her blood because she was pure and we could reverse the zombie process. No! Spoiler alert! But these are big games that are going to pull in eyeballs and time. They're going to take it away from television. Going to take it away from Netflix, Maybe. It's tough to Netflix and chill and Xbox and PlayStation all at the same time, but some people could do it. Don't forget, I got a big event coming up in 10 days. You can learn more about what I'm going to be investing in, what I'm looking in at the end of the year. Plus, we have a big election, a huge election. You can learn more at Rob Black's show. Going to be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, 630 to 830 on the 28th. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money investing and more. Apple's going to automatically share a user's location with emergency services when they call 911. I was thinking about that over the weekend. I know you're saying you have a lot of time to think, don't you? Well, sometimes, yeah, you do. Apple's going to automatically share your location when emergency services are rung 911 in the future. New feature will be part of iOS 12, the upcoming software update for the iPhone and iPad. Uh, we'll let the emergency locations you know, find you more quickly when in need. So we rely on 911 enormously as a community, and it's a it's kind of an old telecommunication app. Pick up the phone, hit 911, get connected to an emergency service person. Why not have your phone participate in helping with sharing the GPS? I'm okay with it. You will have an option to turn it off, um, and that may bring up some issues. But the idea of, you know, I live in earthquake country. The idea of me getting to 911 on my phone when trapped under rubble, awesome. When they tell me, like, what, where are you at? Um, can you just look at my phone for me, please? <laughs> I'm stuck under rubble. Help. That's kind of where I would go with that. But it is what it is. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. There was another uh, piece of news with the Supreme Court and Apple. The Supreme Court is going to consider Apple's App Store commissions in an antitrust case. This would change 
the investment in Apple forever more. The Supreme Court said they're going to take up Apple's bid to escape a lawsuit accusing of breaking federal antitrust laws by monopolizing the market for iPhone software applications and causing consumers to pay more than they should. When you download Netflix from iTunes, from the App Store, and you subscribe, Apple gets a cut. Now, you can also do it straight from the website, Netflix, and you get the idea. Now, getting a cut's not rude. Amazon gets a cut of everything they sell. eBay gets a cut of everything they sell. Um, StubHub, holy mackerel. Try buying aftermarket tickets and not feeling, you know, I got to be careful <laughs> in this day and, age, day and age of hashtag me too. Whoa. Try, try getting some tickets on StubHub but not feeling used, abused, or something else, right? So one company has been pushing Apple, who collects the payments from iPhone users, charging typically about 30% commission on each purchase. And developers pulled in over $20 billion in 2016. So let's figure out 15 to 30% of that goes to Apple. And all they're doing is facilitating the purpose, a lot like eBay, Amazon. You cool with that? Does it deserve to go to the Supreme Court? Do you see how losing 30% of $18 billion would be sizable? Especially going forward over time as phone prices should drop. But then again, well, won't they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget to get a big seminar coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge on the 28th. That's 10 days from now. It's a retirement and income planning seminar. As you get older, don't blow all your income and your assets on a second home until you have a budget, until you figure out what you're going to be spending on in retirement. Is it going to be your first home? Is it going to be your health care? Is it going to be... Um, a big fat steak dinner once a month or spam every day. So you got to know. And th- these are the type of events that are really good at kind of, you know, s- not scaring you, but showing you it's expensive to retire. 800-516-1220. You can sign up for the event. It's coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, June 28th at 6.30 p.m. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code radio 25 to get in for free. Um, some other stories out there of note. Again, trade war is a big one today. Home builder sentiment. This was the big economic data. Our government gets together and they robble. And they figure out like every week we should give you some first-time unemployment claims. Every month we should give you the employment numbers of what's the employment rate in the United States. Every month we should give you new home sales, existing home sales. And they help compile all of this data. Home builder sentiment. Um, kind of tells you, are we going to be building new homes or not? And like, I drive up and down 101. I go to Fremont. I might go to Truckee. I might go to the beach, uh, Monterey. And, and I pay attention to how many cranes I'm seeing, the economic development. Home builder sentiment fell two points in June. It's still a pretty good reading. But home builders are guys who say, um, we're going to buy some land. And we're going to call this... Um, this new parcel of land, it's going to be in South Santa Cruz, right next to the dump, and we're going to call it Millennial Beach. And if you buy a place on Millennial Beach, you will get an awesome hot tub view of the junkyard. Awesome. Well, that sounds pretty good. Sign me up. Go ahead and develop it. I'll pay you a million dollars for one of those. So home builders build homes based on their confidence of, can they sell you something? And at what price? 
Rising lumber prices have added nearly $9,000 to the price of a new single-family home since January 2017, in part because of tariffs on Canadian lumber that went into effect last year. Uh-oh. So, rising lumber costs have added $9,000 to a home in a year because of rising lumber costs because of, of Canadian tariffs. Builder sentiment fell two points to 68 in June. Still a pretty good number. Any number above 50 is considered positive. It's like when someone asks you, how you feeling? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Instead of, I don't feel so good. If you're feeling pretty good, you might go for a run. If you're feeling pretty good, you might borrow money. If you're feeling pretty good, you might fall in love. If you're feeling pretty good, you might be an economic stimulus. Builders are optimistic right now that housing market conditions as consumer demand continues to grow for housing. We don't inherently say we want to be forever renters. We don't inherently say we want to stay in a mom and dad's house forever. On occasion, we kind of want a home sweet home and you know, watch HBO on our own place and Game of Thrones and not go to our friend's house and have them spoil it for it for us because apparently it's too drunk to, you know, sit down and not blab the whole show. Housing starts have been climbing steadily. So we're kind of paying attention to some like the data inside the data. So there's a severe shortage of existing homes for sale, and that's pushing home prices higher, faster. There's weakening affordability with higher interest rates. These are all things that should kind of feed into home builders saying, whoa, Nelly, let's slow down. Let's not fit, find 10 projects to develop. Let's find the 10 that we, or let's find the six that we think are going to sell out. And we can, we can uh, back burner the other ones. We'll get to them. We will get to them. I promise. Just not right now. So, and then, so maybe instead of building 10 new developments, they're developing 70 developments, so suddenly they need 30% fewer workers, workers that have been immigrating to America, workers that have been working in America, suddenly are finding themselves more competitive to, you know, uh, find work. So prices can go down in that that world, right, as far as labor goes. It's a lot going on, and it's kind of what I want you to walk away from sometimes with the data, is it's a lot going on. Um, Boeing, for instance, is not a canary in the coal mine. I know you're saying, do people still use canary in the coal mines as kind of a, a starting conversational piece? They do. High-flying Boeing just hit an air pocket closing out last week with its worst weekly losses since March. Now, it hasn't been that long since March, but Boeing is all about the future, right? We can't wait to go on vacation. We can't wait to travel. It's, I'm not going to say it's in our DNA, but I need a vacation to Hawaii. Oh, I'm in Hawaii. I need a vacation to the mountains. Oh, I'm in the mountains. Oh, I just want to get back to work. And I get there from via plane, right? Boeing's unattractive in the short run. It looks expensive. It had a huge run up based on the whole world was going to travel more for business and vacation and just for demographics. The more people we put on this planet, the more we're going to fly. The more planes we put in the air, more likelihood that, you know, one of them is going to crash. You know, the odds start to, you're going to hear more and more stories about terrible turbulence because there's more planes up there. Not because there's more turbulence. It's because there's more planes. Now, sometimes it is more turbulence because they change the plane routes, but that's totally off basis. What my point being here is, is that Boeing had a bad week. People gave up on it. And it's just like, you know, that movie, you can't, I can't quit you. It's tough to quit something. 
So when Boeing is rocking and rolling, and it's telling the features is is golden, and we got like wonderful things ahead of us. The world wants our product. Investors get excited, and when investors start going, okay, this trade war can like sap worldwide wealth. Maybe people are going to start selling Boeing. Maybe we don't need as many planes as we thought. Boeing's not a, a pure. It's not a pure canary in the coal mine, but it's pretty darn close. Boeing's up 21% for the year. So if you're going to say that we, we need a break, it could be in companies that are growing faster in the world economy. It could be in companies that are growing faster with like dreams built into it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, June 28th, Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto, 630 to 8.30. Good event with CFP, Chad Burton, myself, uh, all about income and retirement. You can use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Go to robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com, and use code RADIO25. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Remember the good old days when Kathy Lee Gifford was enough to make you want to get on a Royal Caribbean cruise? Listen to her lovely, dulcet tones. Hear her sing about how great life is, and then suddenly jump off the boat and you're missing. Remember when it just took Kathy Lee to push you to the end of the world? Well, Royal Caribbean keeps trying to figure out new ways of doing it. And one of the reasons I will never go on a boat cruise is A, there's other people on said boat cruise, (laughs) and B, they're all gross and disgusting. They all cough, they sneeze, they touch me. Um, they wear the same clothes for seven days in a row. Like I, I don't like cruises. They're not my thing. I know you're saying you've never been on a cruise, have you? It doesn't matter. Royal Caribbean Cruises is trying to, in, to inspire people like me to come to their world. So Royal Caribbean has got about a, they agreed to pay about a billion dollars to start going into luxury and expedition cruises. And that's, uh, that's starting to sound a little bit more like it. So I want to go off the beaten path if I'm going to go on you know, a boat. Or if I'm going to go to the edges of the world, that's more exciting to me than going to uh, Cabo Wabo with 18,000 other Americans. So thank you. No interest. We'll be boarding in one hour. Please be on time. But yeah, so like you can go to the Galag Post or you can go to Antarctica. You can go to Easter Island now on some cruises. And it's kind of like, yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Again, I don't know. So, But it, again, it shows you that Wall Street's all about product. Oral Kip Rubian's paying a billion dollars to make a deal with a company that's cooler than they are. And that's important. You got to stay cool. It's literally like, again, going back to the media companies and how they're panicked right now. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Disney, they're panicked from Netflix. You know, I own shares of Disney, and I'm okay. To me, it's... it's. I think some of these bigger companies have a way of figuring it out by acquiring some of the smaller companies and just waiting them out. And then sometimes just... Coming up with a better technology that makes you kind of want to, you know, blow up um, some of these smaller ideas. So there's a great irony to the merger craze that's sweeping the world right now, and that 
the deals are all being driven by people wanting to catch up to Netflix, even though a few years ago, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Hulu, any of them could have bought Netflix. Apple could have, like with, you know, lunch money. In 2013, Netflix was launching House of Cards. It had a market value of about $10 billion. Their board of directors, if you offered them $20 billion or $30 billion, they would have almost had to say yes. Now, Comcast and Netflix, you know, um, it was rumored that Comcast was going to go after Netflix 18 months ago, and Netflix was still valued at $52 billion. So it's gone from $10 billion to $52 billion. So that, let's say $100 billion. Like, you could see why these companies are all going after 21st Century Fox, because it's cheaper than Netflix. Doesn't mean it's better. In 2014, Verizon laid out $130 billion to acquire the rest of Verizon Wireless that didn't already own from Vodafone. AT&T agreed to pay $49 billion for direct TV. Charter Communications paid $66 billion to pick up the pay TV company Time Warner Cable. Um, so there's a lot going on with this whole 21st century Fox, Walt Disney, and Comcast, and oh, how, yeah, how much? every one of these companies could have been a rock star had they thought to pick up Netflix. Do you know how many people were screaming at their computers that Apple should buy Netflix? Because you're at the gym, and you're looking at everyone with their Apple AirBuds, and you're at, looking at people with their Apple phones, and their Apple cords, and their Apple watches. You're like, and they're all watching Netflix, right? They're all talking about uh, there's little kids who are staying up out past midnight on a school night and figuring out mystery science theaters and horrible things, stranger things, stranger than horrible. Um, some companies that have had big runs, expensive stocks that have had big runs and their fundamentals haven't caught up to them yet. Maybe, maybe not Twitter and snap. You always look for companies that, you know, uh, they're going to linger, but right now everyone's everyone knows they're losing a lot of money. But when the stock runs up significantly, you go, is that too far too fast? Now, like that gets you into a lot of trouble with Tesla. It may or may not get you in trouble with other stocks. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. A lot of talks about trade war today. A lot of talks over the weekend about trade war. And I think that's what's painting today's trade. Uh, not the World Cup, trade war. Now, we, we don't necessarily end where we start on any given day. So the story could give way, the weekend story, the weekend headlines, the weekend Trump said this. Uh, that can always give away to maybe a merger or acquisition, building up confidence that other people are going to jump in. Disney is expected to add cash to their bid for 21st Century Fox on Wednesday. Disney's a, a dangerous company right now to be near because they've had some disappointments. But 21st Century Fox could be a potentially explosive on the upside because Disney wants them, then Comcast wants them, then Disney's going to up a bid. Will Comcast come back with a higher bid? Will they split the company between the two? Will another white knight join in at the last second? It's happened before. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up Thursday night in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, 630 to 8.30. That's Thursday, June 28th, 10 days from now. 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, June 28th, 630 to 8.30. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25. If you haven't been to an event before, RADIO25. 
and we will see you there.